I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. It's Supernatural Thursdays! We are back. This is the last Supernatural Thursday. No! It's going to be Supernatural Mondays. Coming up on March 16th, we are moving Supernatural to Mondays. We will be figuring out our schedule. We will definitely let you guys know what we are doing. But tonight, we are talking all things Supernatural. Season 15, Episode 11, The Gamblers. Hi, guys. My name is Lindsay Wagner. So excited to be here with you. And Rutherford's actually, he wanted to be in the intro, too. So this is Rutherford B. Hayes, guys. Follow him on all things social media at Rutherford B. Hayes Wagner. And tonight, I'm joined by Cherry Davis. Hi, everybody. Love you to pieces. Rutherford, what did you think of the episode? Crickets. Crickets from him. He, he thought it was phenomenal. Uh, we've got lots to talk about tonight. Jack is back. Real Jack is back. We've got a little bit of a secret from Billy. We've got Cass working a case. Sam and Dean trying to get some luck meeting this very, very interesting woman. And playing some pool to see if they can save themselves and everyone else. Cherry, what did you think of tonight's episode? It was too cool for school. I loved it. I loved how our boys took the game of life and turned it on its ear and reminded everybody they're heroes. Oh my gosh, and last week we talked about the hero's journey, which I know some of you in the chat had said you weren't sure if you really loved it or not. You felt like it was one of those Monster of the Week, Monster of the week episodes. I loved last week's episode. I didn't think it was cheesy at all. Loved Dean dancing. But hey, I appreciate your opinions and I appreciate what y'all think and I want you to share it whether you love it, whether you hate it. We want to know, uh, but... I thought this episode was great. Moved the story forward. We know we found out a way we can possibly defeat God. So let's get into the Castiel storyline we had going on here. First things first, we open up in Alaska at a pool hall. Uh, They are playing for luck. And (laughs) someone's falling asleep already. They're they're already bored with me. there uh, hi guys, I'm here. We're here. We're ready to go. Um, we're gonna go to Alaska where the, we're gonna get some luck playing pool. And we open on Leonard, who's playing one of the pool hall guys. I believe his name was Joey Six. And they've got these coins that glow, and his luck has run out. Which I was wondering this kind of as they were going. You know, because last week we saw in the preview that they were betting for the playing for their lives. So I was wondering if every time they lost, were they dying? But it actually turned out the more that they lost, just they were losing luck eventually until it all ran out. Yes. In which case, poor Leonard lost his life and was hit by a truck. You know, the house always wins, especially when Fortuna is playing that game. I gotta love a woman that held, that holds a grudge, though. I gotta love a woman that can hold a pool cue and <laughs> kick some butt and run a table. She a was pool awesome. Shark. She's fantastic. Uh, so the guys are looking for luck. We've been down and out. The baby keeps having issues. Flat tires, not starting. Um, so Cass kind of checks in with them. He goes shows up to the bunker, and they're not there. 
And so he hears about a case that one of their phones goes off. They're looking for uh, Officer Watts, Agent Watts. And uh, he shows up on the case in Oklahoma where Jack is shown entering a doctor's office and everything cuts out and gets all scratchy. And then we see him eating a heart. (gasps) Now, I was confused because I was wondering if what was going on with Jack in the beginning then? And we figure this out later in the episode, so I don't want to give any spoilers right away. But Jack is definitely eating this heart. Cherry, what were you thinking when you saw this? For a moment, I thought maybe that's not really Jack. Maybe someone's wearing his meat suit. Maybe he's a werewolf. Not a vampire, but some sort of creature. But can we talk about the name that Castiel chose? What did he ring? Lizzo. Lizzo? Oh my gosh. I was I couldn't I didn't rewind because I was already like running late. So I didn't rewind to hear what his name was. I just knew Agent Watts, but Agent I was hoping Lizzo. he'd be in lingerie and we get some booty shots. That's very Lizzo. I love that so much. Oh, that makes it even better right now. And that's totally a name that Cass would pick. He's so socially inept. I adore him. It's so perfect. So he shows up in Oklahoma, and he finds this carrying case with this sword in it, and it comes from a Gregory who has their name inscribed on it, and they're a brotherhood of perfect beings. So we know there's some kind of angel, mm-hmm. and... Jack is following another one of these people because the guy's got one of those cases. The guy ends up getting a hold of him and tying him up and talking to him, you know, saying that he's cutting him and he's torturing him and he's telling him, I know how powerful you are. Heal yourself. It's one of those things where people pray and hope for a miracle from God. But the more that you ask for these things, the more that they're not they're not going to show you cuz there's no need to you don't need to prove yourself to anyone you don't need to see Jesus walk on water every time <laughs> like you have to hear a story and the whole point is you have to believe you have to believe and jack does not owe him anything especially when we found out what his why. choice was mhm mm-hmm. why he wasn't you know trying to heal himself and of course cast shows up in the nick of time the uh, sheriff had talked to someone and found out that uh, there was a, a church. And so he knew, okay, that's the place to go. That's where I'm going to find Jack. Yes. Say, I mean, he's shocked to see Jack. Are we all shocked to see and know that it is Jack? I couldn't figure out what was going on. But the moment Castiel got that phone call from the sheriff, you knew he was off like gangbusters. And I thought it was so sweet for Sam to leave him a note. He's such a good boy. But in the <laughs> chat, um, Lizzie Billiot says Cass got his baby boy back. And yes, he did. He's so joyous to have he his He is going to be in the good graces of Sam and Dean. If Dean is holding on to any anger at this point, no. not anymore. He's going to be really, really happy to see Jack. Like, that's the first thing I thought of was you're going to bring Jack back in. Jack's back in uh, one piece, and Dean is just going to be so happy. And if there is any grudge that he's still holding, he's hopefully going to let it go. The grudge is done and over with, because when he went to purgatory, that was when he had his epiphany. Um, I think that when the boys got reunited with Castiel and Jack, just seeing when uh, Sam immediately ran and hugged him, 
Um, Dean was like, well, why didn't you call us? And I was like, our family's back together. The boys are back. It was it was really like the emotions were so well done. Uh, the scene, the um, tonight's episode was written by Robert Barons and Meredith Glenn, and they did a really great job circling back to bringing our core family back. Since this is the the found family that they have now with Castiel and with Jack, since their parents have both passed on and and are coming back again. I also liked the reason behind. You know, these angels, these Gregories that seem like good people, but they're actually not because the doctor whose heart that Jack ate was feeding on souls of patients. And this guy that was hunting down Jack was uh, doing the same thing except with children. With children. And so Jack was actually just trying to protect any other future victims. So 100% Sam and Dean, protege, training him (laughs) as much as he may have evil inside of him, is learning right from wrong, is growing up, is, is becoming our little Jack. He was, it was really good, especially when we circle back, because we haven't seen these creatures, I think, since the first, I think we haven't seen them since season three or four. It's been a long time since we saw them. And... It was interesting because they were originally angels sent down to Earth to help humanity, and then they just got tired of humans and were like, screw it, we're going to kill humans, which seems to be a really bad habit amongst the supernatural creatures, <laughs> especially the angels are always like, you know what, humans, I don't like you. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. And God's always like, well, you shouldn't, but uh, well, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> well, there's, there's so many crappy people in the world and we're not going to get I'm not going to get into this too much but all of you uh, I'm sure most of you have heard that Kobe Bryant unfortunately and his daughter along with seven or eight other people passed away on Sunday in a helicopter accident here in Los Angeles not far Mm -hmm. from where we are filming right now and it's just kind of affected everybody mm-hmm. all around, you know, the United States, the world, especially here in Los Angeles. Yes. And it makes you realize, I think some of you guys know, too, that I lost my mom. So it's just a reminder that life is so short. And mm-hmm. we expect that when we go somewhere, you go to the grocery store, you're going to get back home. Yes. But if you go to work at the end of the day, your children are going to come back from school. And there's so many outside circumstances where you just don't know what's going to happen. So you tell the people you love them. Mm-hmm. You lose the good people far too soon. And those crappy people end up sticking around. <laughs> so I'm hoping at least in the supernatural world with the people that they are killing, that these are some bad people. Bad people. That is what I'm hoping. But that's why our boys always want to save everybody because they know that we can all change and become better people. And it seems like it's been really, really the theme of this season. Mm-hmm. To save the lives, and they have to go out there and fight the good fight to save the people. Because a lot of the times, too, they've been okay with killing certain people and mm-hmm. things, and they're really, really pushing that the, the agenda this year that that is not the case. Yes. They are there to save. Yes, to be the heroes. Especially in this episode, mm-hmm. to be the heroes, like you said. So... They get to Alaska, and they're trying to find this road. They stop in a diner to try to get something to eat with their $4 and some change, all all in change. Talk to a diner waitress who thinks that they're, you know, asking her something kind of crazy. And she says, there's an urban legend with this pool hall that's magic. If you go and win, you come back lucky. But no one ever wins, including Leonard, this guy who came and who went and never came back. So, and baby has a flat tire. 
yet again, something's wrong. Well, you know who is lucky? Our who? viewers who join us every week to talk Supernatural yes. on After Buzz TV. Thank you so much to Maria and, of course, Kevin for founding this. It has been such a passion project for all of us and all of you to get to meet and enjoy shows and share them with others. So I hope that you subscribe for reminders because, once again, we'll be moving to another night. And also, so you can learn and meet new shows, get the opportunity to see us interviewing people, laughing and talking, and join us live in the chat. We're on... Apple Podcasts, as well as our YouTube channel. And we love talking to you all every week. So please subscribe. Please give us a thumbs up, five stars, and just show us some love because we love sharing our passion for TV shows. Everything from Arrow, which had its season finale, and of course, Supernatural will be moving. The new show, Katie Keene, which will be in Thursday nights with a little bit of a change with our Supernatural fandom. And of course... Everything from the FBI shows to reality, we cover everything because we love what you love, and that's why we're hosts on the show. Thank you so much for watching us every week. And as I'm seeing all of you guys in the chat, Artmaster Austin, Billy Jean, Robina, all of you guys, thank you so much for all the love that you show us in here when we're talking about the show. We appreciate you. All of you that are commenting after the show and sharing your thoughts, gosh, it just makes what we do so much cooler because we get to share it with people that love it. So really, yes. really thank you guys. Like it, it means the world to us, us and everyone here at After Buzz. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and Rutherford loves y'all too. I saw some of you guys saying hi to Rutherford. Uh, he says hi too. <laughs> um, <laughs> we just get a little Rutherford's magical, uh, just like this pool hall. So. <laughs> They show up, get water from the bartender, Evie, because that's all they can afford. All they can afford. Hey, it's all right. There, I would give them water all day long. All day. All day long. <laughs> uh, she calls to Max, who tells them, you don't bet with money here. You basically get a coin, and you touch this coin, and you find out your luck. And Dean's pretty average, mm-hmm. which before, you know, maybe they were at like a 75% kind of lucky, 90%. Now they're at about 40 50%. Maybe uh, 30%. But... Every time you lose, the coin um, gets blanker, basically, and you eventually you run out of luck. Mm-hmm. So they can do what they want with the luck, even split it, because Dean wants to split the luck. He doesn't want it to just all go into him. He wants Sam to have some, too. Rather and uh, they're in. And do you think that... Do you think this is a good idea? Are, 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 are you wondering, Cherry, as this is happening, and you guys out there, are you guys wondering... Mm, this is too good to be true. Is this really going to happen? Is someone going to jinx them? Are they going to come back and say, nope, you don't get your luck after all? (laughs) Kind of a Chuck situation. Well, as we were going forward, Sam was sort of investigating to see what's going on. Dean, of course, had his Dean confidence of, I'm a card shark, I'm a pool shark, I can do it. And I think that she's like a lot of gambling places, like in Las Vegas and stuff, where they trick you into betting more money because they let you win a little bit and then you slowly start to lose and then we see exactly what's going on with everybody. The bartender who kept trying to warn them, dude, once you win, leave. Yeah, don't get once you get ahead, just go. (laughs) But I loved too Dean's confidence in saying, look Sam, I'm proud of you. You're great at everything you do, but 
There's one thing I can do. I can play pool. I got this. Let me win this for us. Let's have a win. Let's go in and just do something big. And he does. He plays against, he right away uh, plays Moira's, uh, Moira, mm-hmm. whose sister is still in a coma. This is the first person he plays. Wins, wins the game. Wins. Pretty, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And you're right. That's when Sam's kind of investigating and he's asking Evie about these regulars in the bar. And he's like, are they, are they kept here? It was almost as if some force was mm-hmm. keeping them. But as she explained, it was actually kind of their greed. Mm-hmm. Because once they start winning, well, they want to get on top of their luck and stuff. Like Joey Six, who lived an extra year with cancer because he was winning. He was playing pool and winning. So he had an extra year of life because of it. So obviously, that was worth it for him. Yeah, but what kind of life was it? He was staying, he was at staying bar in a bar not with his family or anything. It's like when Dean said when he, when he told him he was going to play, I've been slinging since before you were born. And Sam was like, since you were you four? Four? <laughs> you're four years old? It was so cute. But it was true. I mean, but addictive personalities, whether you win or you lose, the addiction of doing it is just too much. I mean, they got ahead and they're still staying in. She's not forcing them because she's an old god and she's like, I don't really need to do all this. But she's like, if you want to be a fool, be a it's fool. It's like being at a casino. Mm-hmm. And my mom used to bring the little cards home all the time because she would gamble and we would, my dad or I would go to like pick her up or I'd be like, okay, I gave you two hours. And she's like, just give me another hour. Just give, I just need another hour. Go, go do something. And she'd be obsessed. You'd have to drag her away from it. And they had, they had these cards in the bathrooms that says, if you have a problem, please call this number. And I'm like, nobody in this casino is, is calling this number saying, no one's admitting they have a problem. They don't think they have a problem. They're just saying, they're dropping more quarters and smoking their sick chain smoking cigarettes, getting free or high C. Yeah. Not free booze. I but, don't give them free well, booze. Well, in Vegas you get free booze. But not if you're sitting at a at a slot machine. You have to be playing a table to be getting free booze in Vegas. They're really, really sticklers about it because I spent like eighty dollars on a blackjack table, played eight hands, and the girl finally came around. She's like, you're not playing right now. And I was like, I just lost $80. And one of the guys was like, just give her a drink right now. She literally just lost $80 in like 10 minutes. It's oh, like, wow. thank you very much. Um, I'm like, give minutes? me my free gin and oh tonic. God, I thought they just gave me free alcohol the whole time to trick you into spending more money. No. I, I've never really been. To, I've only been to Vegas like no. twice. Really but it is an addiction. So you do get caught up in that win or that excitement of winning. And you want to keep going. You think you can keep winning. But everyone's a little bit of a pool shark. They are, and they're all watching to see yeah. who would be easier to bite? win. It was like when Dean came in, and he was like, oh, shoot, I made a bad shot. And then immediately, I was like, looking like, oh, oh this is a good, he sucks. This is a good game go to play. play <laughs> so Dean ends up winning. His coin glows. We see some luck, and I'm, I'm thinking, okay, let's go now. Let's, let's, get, let's get the heck out of Dodge. We've got some luck. And Sam talks to him and says, you know, play one more game. Let's let's get a little more luck because he feels like the pool hall sucks you in. He goes up against Joey, who is a professional bull rider, and uh, he sets up a double or nothing shot, a really hard shot, and Dean sinks it. So Joey's luck was diminished times two. Mm-hmm. So he walks, Dean's coin glows super bright then. Yes. Joey walks outside and starts coughing up blood and explains that he had cancer and he lived an extra year Thanks to the luck that he had. Um, and I was, were you all thinking, don't do it. Don't give him some of your luck. 
<laughs> that I was like, I love you guys, and I love that you want to save everyone. Mm-hmm. But do not give some of your luck away for the gambling man. No. Because he could have left and enjoyed that year with his family or his friends, but instead he kept playing and playing and playing and, and probably losing and losing and losing till he was down too far. And so I, as bad as I felt for him, I was like, dude, don't do that. Um, Art master Austin Prophet in the chat said, I think Sam proved he's actually better than Dean at pool. Sam looks so sexy when he was studying and playing the game. He was sexy when he was <laughs> investigating and talking to the waitress. He's like, well, why are you still here? And she's like, dude, I lost. I'm at zero. But if I don't leave, it's cool. It felt like it's like they, if you're winning, you had to stay there. And if you left, then the luck wouldn't travel with you. Well, that's what I was worried about. I was I was thinking there's going to be some catch to this mm-hmm. that they're not going to let them keep the luck that they earn that they earn, you know, in a way. So Dean tries to leave with the coin that he's built up some good luck on it. Yes, and baby can barely get out of the parking lot. So. Sam is actually trying to convince people to stop playing. And you're right. Evie, uh, Dean comes back saying the baby didn't even make it out of the parking lot. And Sam realizes someone's skimming the luck off the top of the thing. Mm -hmm. Like like a casino does. They're they're making a little bit on each thing. Every time they're doing it, they're making something on it. But she wasn't skimming. She was taking like 70%. She was taking a major part of it. Yeah. For. What she thought was a good reason. Atrox Fortuna, the Roman goddess of luck, uh, which I love. Now now we're bringing, Loved I'm like, it. this is so great. Yes. I, it's so cool. I love when they bring these, like, gods and these things coming so into it. It's cool. just, I love hearing, like, a backstory or adding something to what we all kind of know, maybe, or something added. Uh, and Evie came to play. She lost. But she has to work there because otherwise she's going to die. And Max is Fortuna's son. So, of course, Sam and Dean threaten him. We find out, obviously, Moira says, I go by many names, yes, Fortuna as well. And she doesn't care whether or not she loses Max, but she makes a bet with them. That uh, Oh, she also tells uh, Dean that he's a beach read. Slam! How dare you disrespect him? And how dare she say to her son, I can make more sense. First off, Dean is a little bit of a beach read. He's not Tolstoy. Okay, he's not Tolstoy. I think he's like, he's like a really, he's like, he's like Game of Thrones. He's like John Grisham meets, um, who wrote, who wrote The Hunger Games. Oh, that one lady. The first book was No, Susan Collins? I think so, yeah. The first book was really good. The other ones were not. not sure if, yeah. Um, or what's her name? The one who writes Harry Potter books, too, even. That one lady. J.K. Rowling. He's a mix of those where he's anticipation, adventure, saving the day, suspense, sexy. Um, But, I mean, he's not Tolstoy. I love you, Dean, but you're not. Sam! Sam. Sam Sam could be, like, the Odyssey. And, like, you know? Like, go back to the... Odyssey was not fun to read. It was not fun to read, but... But Sam to is kill so a mocking jay or Mockingbird? To Kill a Mockingbird or else um, um, A Tale of Two Cities, which has depth to it. All right, the question of the week this guy, week this week, y'all, is if you were a book or an author and someone was writing your life, 
who would it be? Who who would be writing your, you know, stuff? Would you be a romance novel? Would you be Stephen King? Would you be the Twilight series? Would you be Game of Thrones or Where the Red Fern Grows? I want to know. That's my question for you guys this week. Let us know in the chat. Let us know in the comments. Let us know via Twitter, however you want. I know some of you guys are writing me last week telling me about your favorite cheeses, so thank you. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Uh, so she says she's going to make it interesting. She won't play for their luck, but for um, their lives. lives. Yeah. And Sam says, no, 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 no. I want you to play. But if we win, we save all the lives. And she's like, ah, oh, that's not happening. I'm not doing that. I'll play for you can play for luck and I'll play for your lives. Which, Which is kind of fair. She makes the rules. She's a house. She makes the rules. So, uh, but she's got to play Sam. So now I'm like, okay, wait, is is Moose going to actually be able to do this? Is he been hiding his pool sharkness this whole time? And sure enough, he has. That's how they made their living for a while. Because how else could they? Well, I know the, the Hustler with Paul Newman. Great, great uh, play, great movie. <laughs> if any of you haven't seen it, it's a really, really good Never one. Twilight. <laughs> so he ends up sinking a bunch of balls and... They explain that they got cursed by God, and she says, life's a beep, and then you die. Uh, and she, Dean is saying, no, 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 really, God, the God cursed them. And as soon as Dean starts describing him, she, like, realizes, oh, yeah, that's him. Yep, for Weasley. sure, squirrely, yeah. got it. God created the world, but humans created gods. And now she starts sinking balls. How dare humans not recognize God as the all-powerful being because they were praying to the sun, moon, etc. So then God created gods so that they could take the fall for any issues or problems people had. Which I'm like, oof. So Chuck-like. So so Chuck-like. Not... Chuck. Not all being all good godlike, in no. my opinion. Yeah. I think I think this is good storyline. I don't think well this obviously doesn't follow my Catholic religion, but obviously <laughs> they talk about that and the point being the agenda and what they're trying to sell you, what you're subscribing to. Um so she holds a grudge. Um Sam does win the game. Yay. And Fortuna says they'll need the luck of heroes to beat God, like Hercules. And we're getting back into the, all these people, and she mentions Hera at one point. And, but only if they play double or mo- nothing. And Sam, again, fights for the people. He wants the people to be free and get their luck back because the people matter to them. And she agrees. And Dean jumped in, too, and said, yes. And I was like, yes, those are my Winchester boys. And this is where I knew what was going to happen. I saw the writing <laughs> on the wall. I'm like, she's going to win this game. And they won't, they won't leave with luck. The people will still be stuck there. This going to Alaska will be an enti- a complete waste. And sure enough, she wins the game. I was like, no! And the boys leave feeling entirely defeated, which, of course you would. Um, Plotting to go back and kill and her somehow. how stupid of them to challenge the goddess of luck. Mm. Boys, boys, I, boys. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but then we realize the plea that they've made 
has truly turned them into heroes, y'all. It touched our goddesses. They are heart. our heroes. The hero's journey continues. It continued to Alaska. And Evie walks out of the pool hall and everyone else is too, and she goes, she shut it down. And she thought their their kind had been extinct. And she meant heroes, just like the old days. Don't play his game. Make God play yours. Evie gives Sam and Dean the coin, which glows really brightly in both of their hands, and they drive off in baby. I was like, squee! What a feel-good. Y'all, I am... Loved it. I feel like I'm glowing, and I'm so, like... There was just this energy in tonight's episode. Whoever directed it, do you... It is Charles Beeson, who's directed other episodes. Okay. I loved the energy in this episode. Yes. Cherry, yes? The great cut between the two storylines, when we have the boys all come together at the end. It was very nicely directed. And the use of darkness and shadow to foreshadow when uh, Jack is captured by the um, Gregorian or Gregoria was good. Oh, and then when Castro came out of the shadow to save him, I was like, who's that in the shadows? <gasps> it's Castro! And then Jack looked so happy to see his daddy. Well, they get back to the bunker. They didn't want any scratchers, but they made it in back in one piece with baby. And Dean had back-to-back double cheeseburgers, which was glorious! Uh, and then, yeah... Cass comes in and Jack just walks in and the way I saw somebody write in the chat, the way Sam hugged Jack so, and just so like love. embraced him. Oh, it was so great. And then Dean, typical Dean, like really looking at like studying him intently. <laughs> Is this Jack? Cass? Jack. What's going on here? Uh and Jack explains that he had to eat these angels' hearts and Cass let him Dean's kind of like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, too. Um, he wanted to come home, but he couldn't because if he doesn't stay hidden and if he uses his powers, his grandfather will know he's alive and kill him again, and he's afraid of him. So Billy kept him in the empty, so that's when that other uh, demon meat was suit. using the meat suit, which Cherry, I was like, wait, I'm, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> so the demon was using Jack's meat suit while Jack was in the empty with yes. Billy. And he had to eat the hearts to stay alive. And if Jack follows Billy's plan, he'll get stronger and be able to kill God. The hearts were making him stronger because I think he was taking their angel. Yeah, their angel like uh, abilities. Yes. So I know some of you have said maybe Jack will be the new God and we can get into all of that in your uh, predictions for the episode. But. I mean, knowing that we have something coming up that's strong in order to even fight against God. The guys have the, the boys have their luck back. We've got Cass, even though he has the mark of Cain, Cain right now. Um, God is in full power, but Amara is still up there and annoyed with him. So I still yes. think we have her on their side. But overall, Cherry, this episode, you guys, I loved it. Like I said, I feel so much joy right now, Cherry. Such a good episode with bringing the boys back together with Billy saying, with Billy having a plan, who knows what kind of plan, but she's been around for, they've been around for eons, so it was an exciting episode to leave us off with such a long break. I know. Let's do this to us, where we've got pretty much a six-week. Oh yeah, it's a long time. Six-week break, y'all. That's a a long time. Gives us time to watch some of our favorite old episodes. It does. Gives us plenty of time to catch up. (laughs) Go back and rewatch. Um, All right, so great episode. Let's get into our special segment, which is the best kill. There it is. 
All right, Cherry, best kill of today's episode. I'm going to go with the very first kill when poor, poor, poor Leonard walked out and got hit by a semi-truck, which is just, I literally gasped because I didn't see that coming. I was like, Poor Leonard. <laughs> oh, I, knew, I was like, no, this is going to happen pretty soon. He's gonna, someone's going to, he's got to die. Uh, my favorite kill was the Grigori, who I see in the chat too. I think this is the first time we have seen them, y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Grigori that was following Jack, that was apparently uh, going up against little kids. Child like, murderer. Yeah. Uh, Cass coming in and sticking the angel blade through him. Real happy about that. Best kill. He deserved it. He deserved it. Yes. Bless Thank you all very much. All right. Now that we've got our best killing, we want to we wanna talk to you guys about some news and gossip. Cherry's always got the news and gossip for y'all. We have some great news, and I want to talk about one of our fan favorite people, which is Richard Spite Jr. Him and his band, the tickets are available for this coming April 20th at the Basement East in Nashville, Tennessee. Dick Jr. and the Volunteers concert. They're like, are they country? Are they rock? Are they awesome? Yes. So make sure you buy tickets for them. He has a great voice. And then, of course, it's been a long road since Richard first appeared on Supernatural, and he has been behind the scenes directing. He um, will be directing Galaxy Brain uh, coming up on February 6th? That doesn't sound right. Um, well, anyway, he's directing Galaxy Brain, and then he starred in a new horror film called Dawn of Five Evils. That's a prequel to Death House. It's in pre-production, so you don't know when that'll be coming out. He's also getting ready to dis- to direct the episode, an episode of Lucifer on Netflix, which will be their final season. And he was in a movie uh, last year called Driven. And if you go to their website, you can buy T-shirts and posters. And you can also rent Driven the movie on um, all the major streaming platforms. Lovely. I love David. He's a delight. I mean, Richard. Richard. He's a delight. Where did I get David from? I don't know. I'm tired. It's been a long day. All right. And then you've got some gossip for me? I've got super cool gossip! Yes. So, first of all, we're talking Misha Collins, our favorite cast, Jill. Now, guess who set the world record for online hugs? It's Misha. Oh, okay. So, we're talking about Jarrett. Jarrett is going to be um, super busy because he is running the Austin uh, Marathon this coming um, February 16th. Jarrett also said on Instagram with recent re, um, with recent events, the passing of all the people on the helicopter with Mr. Bryant, Kobe Bryant and his child and the others, that's caused him to reflect on life. And so part of his reflection on life, love, loss, and blessings is that he really thinks that we have to experience our days here on Earth. And so he's spending time doing things that he wants to do, and he wants all the fans to do that as well. And so, Jared also has some super exciting news. Texas Ranger Reboot has been picked up by the CW. Yes! Yes! Get it! You know it. That's what they're going to be putting in this slot here at some point. He looks mighty darn hot in that uh, Stetson. I am loving it. 
loving it. Now we can also talk about Castio, who has some exciting news and gossip. Castio has the largest online album of hugs with over 108,000 photos. Oh my gosh. With his, um, excuse me, giving back to everybody. And of course, Misha being such a camera guy had to do the Dolly Parton challenge, which was so cute. Lindsay, we have to do the Dolly Parton challenge. Well, I have been looking at all of them and all the ones the fans are making for them, and they're so good. Uh, Jensen's is obviously amazing. I saw one for David Hayden Jones where he has his like yodeling like outfit on where it doesn't look like he's wearing pants. That's his Tinder picture. (laughs) Don't drink while I'm talking about this. (laughs) But y'all, yes, this this Dolly Parton challenge with all the stars doing it, like just brings joy. It's so much fun. So much fun. So much fun. All right. uh, So let's get into our predictions before we wrap up the show. I know some of y'all have been thinking that, uh, uh, what's Amara really going to do? Do you think she's going to help the boys? I totally think Amara is going to be helping the guys uh, defeat Chuck. I think she's over it. I think she can help rule. Obviously, Rowena being the queen of hell and Amara being goddess of heaven of would be all awesome. things uh with maybe jack helping rule by her side yes. uh but when we come back monday march 16th the boys say they feel like they're back they feel like everything's good jack calls upon somebody i know y'all are worried that who is this woman is this lucifer in disguise um and jody says if they don't come for her she's dead now we saw so many uh uh Future um, images, yes, which what could happen worlds. potentially, thanks to Chuck showing like the fast forwarding of things. Mm-hmm. So it does scare me because oh, is this really? Are the boys really going to end up becoming vamps or werewolves and killing people and fighting against Jody and Bobby? I hope that's not the case, but I do think right now, as we get into the last eight eight episodes, oh my gosh, of wow. the season. Y'all, eight episodes left. We have to keep this moving forward. We have to keep getting more people into the Winchester's corner and be as strong as we can in going into Defeat God. So, Cherry, what do you think? What are some of your predictions uh, coming up? I think that Amara will be joining the boys' side. I think that Michael, a.k.a. their brother, will be coming as well. And I'm almost thinking some of the old gods who have grudges of their own with Chuck might be coming to help them as well. I think it's not going to be just the Winchesters. I think they're going to have their own little army fighting. Absolutely. I think I've said that from the beginning. I feel like it's going to be kind of a situation like with Twilight, where they call upon a bunch of people to fight the Volturi. Uh, I think we're going to be doing the same thing. We're going to be fighting against God. They're going to need everything they can. I think it's going to come down to one person actually going up against God. Mm -hmm. But basically, maybe we break his spirit along God's spirit, Chuck's spirit along the way, and make him think that he's not as powerful as he could be. I agree. I think they're going to take him down. Y'all, that has been the episode this week. We are going to miss you for the six weeks we are not here. We will be back March 16th. That's a Monday. I'm not sure if we'll be filming that Monday or we'll be filming Thursday. We will keep you guys all posted on that as much as we can and give you as much of a heads up as we can as well, but Probably look for us Monday 
just to be safe. Otherwise, we'll see you all Thursday. My name is Lindsay Wagner. You guys can find me on all things social media at Lindsay Wagner. I'm joined by Cherry Davis. Cherry, where can they find you? Cherry underscore LA on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you guys in a few weeks. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.